Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Land. We start the show with this story. Three deadly shootings this past weekend in Portland. What happened and what's going to be done to slow down the violence? KXL's Jim Ferretti starts our team coverage. The shootings started on Saturday after a disturbance call in southwest Portland. En route to this call, officers were informed that shots were fired. Police Chief Chuck Lavelle says a short time later, an officer shot and killed a man. He did not release much more info about that incident. And as that was happening, five people were shot in northeast Portland near Normandale Park. This was a very challenging and dangerous scene for many tactical reasons. Obviously, responding officers didn't know who, who the shooters were how many, where they were at, and other details. One woman was shot and killed by an area resident who was also shot and is in critical condition. No arrests have been made, and Chief Lavelle says evidence from the scene was removed by people before detectives could collect it. The third shooting happened on Sunday at 128th and Southeast Foster Road. A mother, her two young kids, and a man all shot while sitting in a car. The woman died at the scene. The two kids, one- and five-year-olds, will be okay. The man at last check was in critical condition. Suspect information still not being released. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. All right, Jim, and our team coverage continues now with KXL's Rosemary Reynolds focusing on what Portland's mayor and the U.S. attorney have to say. When it gets right down to it, people living here want answers. They've been asking leaders to step up for a long time. Mayor Ted Wheeler says he's feeling that hurt. Uh, As a father... I was particularly struck by what happened this weekend with two small children being shot. I don't, I don't know how anyone in this community could hear about or read about or in some cases personally experience the kind of horrific violence we've seen this weekend and feel anything other than other, dis- other despair. The mayor says he wants to make good on hiring 300 officers over the next three years. Where the community partners leave off, the DA, FBI, and U.S. attorneys say they will collectively pick up the ball. U.S. Attorney for Oregon, Scott Ashbaugh. We have added a specific team a dedicated team of assistant U.S. attorneys whose sole focus is gun crimes in the metro area. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Also, six cars were struck by gunfire in Gresham last night. Around 8 p.m., Gresham police responded to reports of shots fired on Northwest Division Street, discovering 26 shell casings at the scene as well as blood. No victims, though, were located. It's unclear where the bullets came from, and the investigation continues. It is now 4.06 on FM News 101 KXL, and crews are fighting a large fire after an explosion at a food processing plant in Hermiston. A lot of smoke, a lot of flames you can see from about a couple miles away. That's one of our listeners, Brandon, says this is all happening at Shearer's Foods, which is a potato processing plant. Prayers for our community, as this is going to have a big impact on our area, and just hope that uh, everybody... Everybody is okay from it. The local sheriff's office reports that employees called 911 and reported a boiler explosion with possible injuries. We're going to continue to follow this story, of course, and bring you any updates as they become available. 
The community of Sherwood is still mourning the loss of two young girls. We have more from KXL's John Eric Smith. Two young girls were killed after getting hit by a vehicle on Southwest Edie Road in Sherwood Sunday night. Police have not identified the girls, but said in a statement they were 11 and 16 years old. Emails sent from the Sherwood School District confirmed that the girls attended Sherwood High and Ridges Elementary School. Staff members were briefed on the situation this morning before class and prepped on how to best share that information with the student body. Police have said that the driver is cooperating with the investigation. Katie Jordan, who lives nearby, called 911 and started CPR. She tells our news partner KGW that the driver was clearly distraught. Very heartbroken that he had caused this damage and he didn't know how or why it had happened. She points to the 40 mile per hour speed limit. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. Today is Tuesday, as in T-W-O. KXL's Brett Recamp has more on how the twos are lining up today. Two twenty-two twenty-two is a palindrome, so it's the same forwards as it is backwards. It's also an ambigram, which reads the same right side up as upside down. Some say today's Tuesday has magical powers. Thousands of people are headed to Vegas to get married today. The record for most Vegas weddings on a palindrome was 7707. The most famous American to be born on 222 is our first president, George Washington. It's also my birthday, so power to the twos on this Tuesday. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. All right, Brett, happy birthday to you, buddy. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up, you should be really careful about the leftovers you eat. We have all the proof you should need coming up at 416. Then negotiations with Russia hit a roadblock and what this means in terms of a possible invasion of Ukraine. That tops the list of the five things you need to know today at 419. Stay connected to Portland. Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back. This is Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance. And come on, we all love leftovers, right? And there is one food that I think a lot of people enjoy is leftovers more than almost any other. This, however, is a cautionary tale of a teenager who ate leftover Chinese food and wound up getting really sick because of it, Jeff Austin. This is bad stuff. So everything was fine, they said, until the very next day after he had eaten some lo mein. So that's when he started having some stomach pains, and I mean serious stomach pains, nausea, vomiting, the works. And then later on, he felt even worse, and he had trouble breathing, they said. And he also had these uh, dark purple patches on his skin. So the doctors, uh, you know, they they were looking at it. They did some tests, and they figured out he had a bacterial infection from the leftovers. That is not good. That is scary. Yeah, and it's not clear how long he left the food out sitting before he put it in the refrigerator. So obviously that's a that's a key factor here. You uh, you want to get the leftovers in the fridge as quickly as possible. So I can remember the day too when my parents used to tell me let that cool down. You know, cover it up, but let it cool down before before you put it in the fridge. And I honestly think that's a throwback to the days you know of the old ice boxes when it wasn't a, a refrigerator, but it was a box, a wooden right, box right. where they put the ice in at the top. 
and they were afraid, you know, of course, anything warm in there or leaving the door open and the ice would melt and that would be the problems. It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate. Luxury service and exceptional results. Mayton Real Estate. Number five. The U.S. women's national soccer team's fight for equal pay is coming to an end now. The U.S. Soccer Federation reached a $24 million settlement with the group of 28 players who sued the Federation in 2019. As a part of this agreement, the men's and women's teams will now both be paid the same. Number four. The Federal Trade Commission says consumers lost nearly $6 billion to fraud last year. That's a 70% jump from 2020. Almost 3 million individuals filed fraud reports, the most in 20 years. Number three. D.C. law enforcement agencies are looking for some help from the National Guard due to the possibility of trucker protests. The agencies have received multiple reports that truck drivers possibly are planning to protest vaccine mandates by blocking roads in major U.S. cities, and that includes Washington, D.C. Number two. The number of COVID-19 cases is now a tenth of what we saw just a month ago. According to data compiled by Johns Hopkins University, the U.S. was topping more than 800,000 new cases a day at the height of the pandemic last month. Now they say those numbers are declining throughout the entire country. And number one. Still at the top of the list for the third straight day, Russia and Ukraine. And today, the Secretary of State's planned meeting with his Russian counterpart was canceled. Anthony Blinken strongly condemned Russian President Vladimir Putin's decision to order troops into two breakaway regions of eastern Ukraine. Meantime, the U.S. and its allies now implementing heavy sanctions on Russia, economic sanctions. And those are the five things that you need to know today.